This is Because I Said So, parenting advice with love and leadership from the nation's leading parenting expert, John Roseman, syndicated columnist, author, conference speaker, and the only psychologist to point out that psychology has caused more problems than it has solved. From American Family Radio, here's your host, John Roseman. Hello out there in American Family Radio land, and welcome to another episode of Because I Said So with your host, John Roseman, family psychologist who doesn't believe in psychology, author, public speaker, syndicated newspaper columnist, husband to the same woman of 50, no, 48 years. <laughs> Men don't remember these numbers very well. Um, anniversaries, stuff like that. Um, we have two adult uh, children who are in their 40s. They've been uh, supporting themselves since uh, their mid-20s, and uh, I mean completely supporting themselves. They were both married when they were in their mid-20s, and uh, we have seven grandchildren ranging in age from 8 to 21. And so those are my qualifications for talking at you uh, over the airways today. And every Saturday on American Family Radio at 5 o'clock Central Time, uh, that's the way they want me to say it, um, 5 o'clock Central Time, so that's the way I say it, but I will add on. That means 6 o'clock Eastern Time, 4 o'clock Pacific, and 3 o'clock, uh, no, 4 o'clock Mountain, and 3 o'clock Pacific. Yeah, numbers are not my strong suit, as you can already tell. So, um, I read the news today, oh boy, was the uh, lead in line, the first line in uh, the Beatles song, A Day in the Life, which appeared on their um, much uh, lauded uh, Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band album, a great, great uh, uh, collection of music. I read the news today, oh boy, and uh, that's the line I'm going to use to introduce this show because I read the news today and my reaction was, oh boy. I don't know if uh, all of you have noticed, most of you have noticed, uh, some of you probably have noticed, that uh, we live in increasingly repressive totalitarian times, folks, when uh, political correctness seems to be trumping the law and specifically the Constitution and more specifically parental rights. It would appear to anyone who has been a careful observer of culture over the last uh, 20 years or so that parental rights are slowly but surely being flushed down the proverbial tubes. There is a full-scale frontal assault on the right of parents to raise their children in a manner they see fit, and uh, this applies to uh, the education of children. It applies to health care decisions. Uh, and it applies to just day-to-day -day things. Uh, it is becoming increasingly obvious. Day-to-day uh, -day things such as um, letting your nine-year-old nephew walk your three-year-old 
uh, down the street. Uh, let's let's put it in this context, folks. Um, when I was uh, five years old, my mother and I lived in the historic district of Charleston, South Carolina. Many of those old, beautiful old homes uh, were not beautiful homes. They were old, but they were not beautiful. They were run down, decrepit, falling apart in the early 1950s. Is before the money came to that neighborhood. And uh, we lived on the second floor in an apartment uh, that many of those homes were carved up into apartments. If you've ever been to Charleston, that may be surprising to you. But this was the post-war years, and we were recovering economically from the Great Depression and World War II. And um, the uh, the Battery is what it's called, Battery Park, which uh, abuts Charleston Harbor, uh, Charleston Bay. Uh, was about, I would say, a little less than, but not much less than, a half a mile from our house. We lived uh, one block south of Broad Street. And when I was five years old, um, my friends and I, uh, Petey Roberts and I primarily, would uh, spend our days uh, roaming the streets of the uh, historic district, roaming and running, Climbing trees, climbing walls, playing pirates, etc., 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 and we would often uh, wind our ways down to Battery Park. Now it's a half a mile from our house. Um, other kids in the neighborhood were doing the same. No one seemed concerned. Uh, older kids would take younger kids down there. Um, I remember on, on a number of occasions, my mother allowing uh, Sumter de Vega was his name, uh, the, the slightly older boy across the street from us, to walk me at the age of four or five to the movies, where we would watch uh, uh, Three Stooges matinees and Abbott and Costello matinees and things like that in the middle of the afternoon. Uh, it, it was a you know standard recreation for kids in my generation. We had uh, we enjoyed a tremendous amount of freedom. On the other hand, it was clearly apparent to us that we were held to a standard of responsibility that balanced that freedom and uh, you know to the greatest degree possible ensured our um, our safety. Uh, we now have a situation in America that is very similar to what I used to hear as a child concerning Soviet Russia, that in Soviet Russia, people ratted on each other's uh, neighbors, ratted on each other, children ratted on their parents, um, accusing them basically in both of those instances of political incorrectness. And make no mistake about it, folks, uh, political correctness is when political correctness begins to be a dominant force in culture, it means we are moving toward a state of repressive totalitarianism because political correctness is always associated, as it was with the USSR, always associated with repressive totalitarian regimes so in Spartanburg, South Carolina recently, here's an example of this. A mother allowed her nine-year-old nephew to walk her three-year-old son 
to McDonald's, which was uh, about a quarter of a mile away. Uh, a quarter of a mile is 440 yards. It's uh, on a golf course. It's a long par four. Uh, when you're standing on the tee of a 440-yard hole, uh, you can see where the pin has been placed on the green if you've got uh, reasonably sharp eyes. So that's how far away this McDonald's was. It was within eyesight, and uh, um, it's even conceivable that the mother could have called out in a loud voice, and if they were not inside the McDonald's, or uh, if traffic noises didn't drown her out, that uh, they might have heard her 440 yards away. Um, in any case, uh, whether they could have heard her or not, she could see them. They could potentially see her. Uh, nonetheless, she was arrested and charged with uh, child neglect. Arrested and charged with child neglect. Yes, you heard me correctly. The arresting officer reported that the boys had to cross a street and pass several businesses and homes to get to McDonald's, thus putting their safety at risk. Now, it's somewhat of a mystery to me how that, in and of itself, they had to cross a street and pass several businesses and other people's homes in and of itself, put the boy's safety at risk. The mom told the police that she had actually trusted the older boy to take care of his cousin. Well, this raises the issue, is the world today more dangerous for children than it was uh, when I was a child and my mother would allow a nine-year-old to walk me somewhere? I mean, not up, you know, across town, but, uh, you know, a reasonable distance when I was three, three and a half. And the answer is no, the world is not a more dangerous place for children. Um, it may seem to be because the media uh, highlights and oftentimes exaggerates um, incidents uh, involving child uh, uh, kidnapping and the like. But according to the United States Justice Department, the per capita rate of child abduction by strangers, and that is the operative qualification, since a lot of children are these days, kidnapped by disgruntled relatives uh, following uh, child custody hearings. The U.S. Justice Department reports that the per capita rate of child abduction has not increased since the early 1950s. The incidence has increased because the population has increased, but the per capita rate which is the statistical rate that ought to be paid attention to, has not increased. In the early 1950s, we didn't have CNN, Fox News, etc., etc., broadcasting to the entire United States at uh, 6 o'clock and 10 o'clock in the evening. We had local television stations, if the locality had a television station at all, in which case they had a radio station that was only broadcasting to a range of maybe you know, 10, 15 miles. So anyway, despite the fact that children are not in any greater danger today than they were 50 years ago, and, you know, I'm not implying by any means that children should, uh, uh, you know, their safety should be regarded callously or otherwise. I think we should give uh, 
conscientious attention to the issue of their safety. But folks, let's face it, this is absurd. Uh, Arresting a mother for letting her nephew walk her three-year-old to McDonald's a quarter of a mile away. I'll be back in a few with more of this issue. Stay with me. Welcome back to the show. I'm uh, John Roseman, your host, and I'm uh, talking today about the issue of, well, it's a lot of different issues. It's the protection of children. It's uh, 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 the, the issue of adults being conscientious concerning their safety um, and protection uh, it is uh, the fact that we are moving toward a state of repressive totalitarianism in America. That's what political correctness is all about. It's when uh, what people regard as the right thing to do, uh, when their tastes, if you will, trump the law. And um, I'm talking specifically about a Spartanburg, South Carolina mother who allowed her nine-year-old nephew to walk her three-year-old child to McDonald's, which is a quarter of a mile from their house. That's 440 yards. That's a long par four on a golf course. And in my estimation, uh, given that the nine-year-old is a responsible human being, which, you know, this mother, if you read this story uh, she does not sound uh, at all irresponsible. Um, she may be a single mother. It sounds like she may be. Uh, she allowed a responsible, presumably responsible, nine-year-old child to walk her three-year-old to McDonald's one quarter of a mile away from their house, 440 yards. Um, if they didn't have to turn corners, the mother could see them all the way down this walk, all the way along this walk. The Spartanburg police, tipped off apparently by uh, a busybody in the neighborhood, uh, this is what often happens. You know, this is what I said before, that when, as we move toward being an increasingly totalitarian society, uh, where we are no longer governed by the rule of law, we begin ratting on each other. Uh, neighbors rat on neighbors. Uh, uh, children rat on their parents. And, you know, that's happening. Uh, in fact, children are being encouraged by uh, school officials in America's public schools, public only, to rat on their parents if they feel that their parents' discipline has been inappropriate. And believe me, that is exactly what they are often being told by school counselors who speak to groups of young children in elementary school and tell these children who have been entrusted to these schools by their parents that if they feel that their parents' discipline of them has been inappropriate, they should 
come to her, it's presumably a her, 95% of the time, and they should rat on their parents, and she will take appropriate action, which is she will probably report the parents to Child Protective Services, and the parents will be investigated for being possible child abusers. Um, You know, uh, and, and this can happen, folks, by the way, if you spank your child. And see, this is an example of what I'm talking about, that we are no longer ruled by rule of law. We are no longer governed by rule of law. We are governed by rule of whim. We are governed by arbitrary, personal, internal whims. And this is a prime example. There is no municipality, state, uh, government, no county government, no federal law that would prohibit the spanking of children in America, and yet parents are being arrested for breaking a law that does not exist under the presumption that a spanking per se is child abuse, which it is not. There is plenty of research, good research done by excellent people, conscientious people, who are not trying to uh, simply confirm uh, pre-existing hypotheses to the effect that children who are occasionally spanked by loving parents in a moderate way, and that is exactly what the research says, occasionally spanked, not every day, not three times a week, but more like maybe once a month, once every couple of months, uh, by loving parents, uh, who, um, who spank moderately. In other words, they don't spank with a belt or a stick. And I, folks, I don't recommend that now that we're on the subject of spanking. Why? Because only if you spank with your hand, will you know when to stop? Only if you spank with your hand, the Bible does not say, please stop thinking this. The Bible does not say that you are supposed to use a solid object to spank your child. The term the rod in Scripture is the metaphorical use of the word rod. It is not the literal use of the word rod. Nowhere in any Scripture where the word rod is used in the context of the discipline of children is it preceded by the literal a a rod. It is always preceded by the rod, which is the metaphorical usage. It is a metaphor for parental righteousness in discipline, whatever the method, whatever the technique, whatever the consequence. Whenever you are acting in God's stead in the discipline of your children, you are employing the rod. But, uh, you know, back to my, uh, back to my, my point here, spanking is associated by the research, by researchers, good researchers again, with higher scores of well-being, security, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Kids who are spanked by loving parents moderately with a hand, uh, occasionally, score higher on measures of, of self, of, of well-being 
than children who are never spanked. Doesn't that blow your mind? Well, it shouldn't blow this audience's mind, uh, but it blows the minds of, and it makes them very uncomfortable, of secular leftists who want to impose government control over how people raise their children. That's the bottom line. That's what all of this is about, folks. That's what arresting a Spartanburg, South Carolina mother for letting her nine-year-old nephew walk her three-year-old son 440 yards down the road to McDonald's is all about. It's all about imposing government control over the discipline, the education, the general raising of children. Because, you know, the left won't stop. They won't stop. The right, in their thinking, and this is the difference between the right and the left in America, uh, the left knows no boundaries. The right knows boundaries because the right is being governed in their thinking and their actions by the United States Constitution, which prescribes specific boundaries. When you, boundaries to action, in other words, government action, when you, as do the left, people on the left, reject the Constitution, then you reject government boundaries and you end up with government by whim instead of rule of law. It's as simple as that, and that's what this story is all about. And if you can tell that I'm getting worked up, well, yeah, I am. Because this is, you know, to me, it is fundamental to our freedoms, our liberty, that we be allowed to raise our children the way we see fit. And if we are not raising our children according to political correctness, so what? As long as we are responsible and no one can prove uh, by marshalling concrete evidence that a child is being abused or neglected, then parents ought to be allowed to raise their children as they see fit. And if they are not marching to the beat of the drums of parenting correctness, so what? I mean, here's where we're going in America. Anytime a child is unsupervised, parents are getting arrested. It's as simple as that. Um, here's another story. Uh, a nine-year-old Pennsylvania girl has been reporting on a real-life murder for her self-published newspaper. I, I used to do this as a kid. I used to publish my own newspaper and go around and stuff it in people's mailboxes. It was a neighborhood newspaper that I published. Okay, so this girl, nine years old, is doing the same thing that I did when I was a kid, and people are upset with her and have written her nasty letters. And they are, undoubtedly, accusing her parents of failing to supervise her properly. And here we go again. Rule of whim rather than rule of law. Political correctness rather than liberty. Totalitarianism rather than constitutional government. Make no mistake about it, totalitarianism always begins with the government attacking people for how they raise their children. Karl Marx, the architect of postmodern totalitarianism, said that in order for communism to be established 
firmly in a culture, the loyalty of children had to be turned away from their parents and to the state. And that's where we're headed here in America is toward parenting correctness. And these have been just some examples of that, folks. So we're right up against the end of the program. It's the shortest 30 minutes in my life, and and I hope yours too, because that means you're enjoying it as much as I am. I'm your host, John Roseman. The program is called Because I Said So. We are on American Family Radio exclusively every Saturday at 5 o'clock Central, 6 o'clock Eastern, 4 o'clock Mountain, 3 o'clock Pacific Time, and uh, I don't know when in Hawaii, probably something like 11 o'clock in the morning. So uh, I enjoy it. I hope you have too. And I hope you'll join us again next Saturday, same time, same station. Until then, God bless. 